everybody, welcome back to the Half Hour of Power. I am Joe, Brandon is here. Yo, yo, Joe, what do you know? Hey, Brandon, how you doing? Uh, uh, sometimes I feel good and sometimes I just feel like I'm possessed. Yeah, you know what? You might want to get an exorcism. Yeah, they do house calls, right? Yes, they do. Oh, that's great. Let's they make do. sure they send they, um... <coughs> they, Yeah, you cough that demon out. Cough that demon out. I mean, I, when I was in Vegas a few years ago, mm-hmm. I got a license to be an exorcist. So I can come over and just pull that demon right out. All right, I'm down for it. Remember, remember, you got to have an old priest and a young priest, right? Is that a thing? If you believe the movies, yes. Uh, I'm just asking a professional. You're certified. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we are going to talk about the Pope's Exorcist on this show. Yes, sir. Now, this one opened the same weekend as Renfield. Yeah, yeah. Which was irritating because that was two movies we both wanted to see. Yeah. So little time. Now this one is a straight, straight horror with, you know, a little bit of humor, a little bit of light moments. Uh, Renfield is a straight comedy horror, so mm-hmm. they're very different, really, in that respect. Um. Okay, let's jump right into the uh, Rotten Tomato scores on the Pope's Exorcist. What is your guess for the critics' reviews? Um, the critics' reviews for that movie, since you know critics really hasn't been really watching movies lately, so I'm gonna say they gave it. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm going on a limb here. I'm gonna say it's sixty. Sixty. Wow, you are like not far away, 51%. I think, you know what, I should have stuck to my first. What was your first guess? My first guess was actually 50. Oh, nice. Okay, so what do you think the audience rating is? Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say seventy. Oh, you are continuing a trend here with this. This is at eighty-two percent. Uh, what the heck, man? I, you know what? I am so mad at myself. Very nice. Because I was going to say eighty-six, but yeah, you know. Well, know. you know that just goes to show you, and uh, our listeners always go with your gut. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Always. Um, Absolutely. So what's this about? Are you ready? I am ready. There we go. Fellow. Fellow. Is that what they meant? <laughs> oh. Okay, hold on a minute. Oh, yeah, that that's uh I had something in my eye. <laughs> Follow Gabriel Mort. The Vatican's leading exorcist as he investigates the possession of a child and uncovers a conspiracy the Vatican has tried to keep a secret. Okay, I apologize for that terrible reading of that, everybody, and that was it. misreading a word. I'm, I'm sorry, that is that was not professional of me. 
He's a little quick uh, synopsis are really short now. Yes, I really enjoy the quick, short synopsises that don't, uh, you know, because that's the synopsis is supposed to be. It's supposed to give you the bare bones outlines. It's not supposed to say, first act, this happens. Second act, third act. You're not supposed to. So I really appreciate these short, tiny synopsises. Doesn't sound like you do, though, do you? Because uh, I'll be, be like, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's kind of what it is. It doesn't really, doesn't really go, yeah. But anyway, this is based on uh, Father Gabriel Ormoth, the Vatican's exorcist. He works for the Bishop of Rome. The Bishop of Rome is... That's right, the Pope. John, Good work, Brandon. John Good Paul work. II. Well, I was, what I was going now. to say that's why I, okay. I had to pause and think for a second. I was okay. like, so, uh, "Okay, so here, here we, here, here we go." So we, you and I, did get to go and watch this together. Yes, we did. So we're watching this movie, and uh, I was kind of excited about it because uh, it's you know. The, a real life exorcist and is based on two of his books. Um, let me get the exact time, which I am uh, towards the end of the first book um, that this is based on. Um, it is, uh, I think it's confessions of an exorcist and um, more confessions or it's, or it's stories from an exorcist or more stories from an exorcist. Shameful on me. I, I meant to have that book right next to me as we did this show. Oh. But I don't. So you can find those um, books that they are based on. So they're based on his writing, which which is very nice. Very, very good. Um, I would recommend those books. I mean, if you really want to read what that's really like from somebody who's done it, then go read that. Yeah, because the from what you was telling me, because uh, you know, you read, you've been reading a book, um, that it uh, is very uh, a mind opening on um, how a real life exorcist works, and you know the stuff that we see in movies is a little bit different than you know from uh, yeah, oh yeah, what you was telling me. So let's let's do this. Uh, the uh, Renfield and the Pope's Exorcist came out the same weekend. Who do you think is winning at the box office? Well, of course, Renfield. Renfield. Let's see. We have Renfield's box office is so far. Is, oh my. Hmm. Okay, that don't sound good. <laughs> so the release date April fourteenth, twenty twenty three. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. What's the date, Brandon, today? Today is the 23rd. Okay, so right now it's a uh, worldwide gross is 17. Ooh. You, you, can move uh, that, you can move that estimation up to 18 million if you want. 18 million. Like 17.9, so. 
Okay, but so, okay, so you think you think that uh, the Pope's exorcist has made less than eighteen million? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I, I you ready? I... You ready? You ready? I'm ready. Fifty-two mil. Huh? For the Pope's exorcist so far. World. That's really? worldwide numbers. So that is uh, domestic and international. Okay, so let's look at this real quick just to see the budget for the Pope's Exorcist is 18 million. So it's made its money back. Modest hit right there Uh, so far. Renfield, do you think it made its budget back? Uh, I want to say, yeah. It kind of scared me now. Oh, do you? Yeah. Estimated budget for Renfield 65 mil. (gasps) Oh. So it technically it bombed at the box office. Really? Which you know what? That's <coughs> we we I don't think we talked about this on the Renfield show, but that's actually good because I don't want a sequel to Renfield. As much fun as it was, as much fun as I had watching it, I don't want another one. Uh what about you? I kind of wanted another one. Yes, but you know what would happen. It would not be as good. It would not be as fun. It it, it won't. And just I, no way. And now that I think about it, there's not a guarantee that Nicolas Cage will reprise that role again. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, just leave it right there. It's, it was a really fun, good one-off. Just leave it that way, and let's not mess it up. So, yeah. the Pope's Exorcist uh, looks like... Um, I thought his budget was a little more than 18 mil, but all right. So there we go. So, but anyway, this has got a, I really thought it had a really good cast. The Pope's exorcist, uh, Russell Crowe plays father Armort, And I thought he was really, really good in this movie. I mean, he's typically, he's not a bad actor. He's typically, oh, no, definitely not Russell he has Crow. pretty not, decent not uh, performances in anything he's in. Even if the movie is bad, he's typically decent in it. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about you're talking about Gladiator. You're talking about Moses. Moses. Yeah. When did he play Moses? And Noah. Oh, I mean Noah. Ha, ha, are you ha, telling ha, me ha, that ha, Moses ha. and Noah are the same person? Uh, technically, you know, Moses did think come they, from oh, Noah's you, bloodline, but you yeah. think that? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I suppose if you look at it in that way. All right, all right, you can have that one. All right. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to get beat up here. Uh, listeners are like, what the heck is he talking about? Well, Moses. yeah, because that that Noah movie. Uh, Jesse and I did a show on that, and I think we thought Russell Crowe was good in that. It just was not a good movie in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, true. But uh, yeah. this one. Uh, I didn't think this was a great movie, but I didn't think it was a bad movie. It was just kind of, it was an all right movie. Yeah, it was like way. It. Yeah. You liked it too. Okay. Um, yeah. It was way better than the other possession movie that came out last October. Did you get to see that? Pray for the devil. I did not. You need to see it because the Catholic church apparently kidnaps people and that are possessed and uh, holds them captive in basements so that 
priests learning how to do exorcisms can just try to exercise them. So that's, Wait, what, what? that's, what, I, that's what I got from Pray for the Devil. It was so bad that movie. And what made that worse was like it came out like the weekend after Halloween, which was so bad. It was like two horrible, atrocious horror movies just right next to each other. So this is a very nice month with Renfield being a pleasant surprise, Pope's Exorcist being decent, not terrible, and this weekend, which uh, this, as of this recording, this movie just opened, uh, Evil Dead Rise. Oh, yeah. Haven't so, seen it yet. Yeah, no, I did see that, and uh, I will say till we do a show on it that I thought that was a pretty good one too. So we have three pretty decent horror movies. One of them a horror comedy. Two of them pretty much straight up horror. Not a bad uh, month for horror right now. Great. And last October, pretty crappy <coughs> for horror. Just pretty, pretty atrocious. Now, the next, as far as I can tell, the next uh, Possession movie is going to come out this coming October. And you know what that's going to be, Brandon? No. That's right. The Exorcist. Oh, God. Yeah, October, too, ain't it? Yeah. By, uh, oh, jeez. By the uh, Ding Dong, uh, David Gordon Green. I don't know. Is that uh, fair? Uh, is, is that fair to call him a ding dong? Uh, yes. Yeah. Maybe. His last I, movie? Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll do this. I will refrain from calling him that just because I didn't like his Halloween, his last two Halloween movies. I guess have you seen his recent movies? Well, I I did, but as we did discuss on that Halloween show, we kind of thought that maybe what he was trying to do in that Halloween would work better in The Exorcist. So. May I, I? I'll do this, and I'll I'll announce this right here now. I'll quit calling David Gordon Green a ding dong until I see the uh, new Exorcist movie and see how I think he does with that. Okay, that sounds fair. Does that sound fair, Brandon? Uh, yeah. By, well, yeah. I mean, by all means, if you if you don't want to take that pledge and you want to keep calling him a name, name of your choice, you yeah. go right ahead because you you can do what you want. You know, I, you know, <clears throat> I take that same pledge. I would not call him any other name until after I see the exorcist. And he better hope, he better pray that he does a good job with this movie. Yeah. So this one, uh, I mean, this was, I thought it started out pretty, pretty strong. Oh, yeah. You get to, you get to see him go and, uh, he didn't really perform an exorcism, but he he did uh, force a demon to go into a pig, which I thought was very nice. Well, the funny the funny thing about that part is he was so laid back. Yes, you know, so laid back doing it. Oh, oh yeah, um, and then he gets in trouble for that, doesn't he? Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, he gets. What do you what do you call it in front of firing squad? Technically, yeah, he he had to go talk to that council there, and they were like, 
Um, their whole thing was he performed an exorcism without getting permission from the bishop of that uh, diocese. Yeah. yeah. Which is which is a major thing. You're you're supposed to get permission. You can't just priests can't just run around and perform exorcisms uh, like they did and pray for the devil. You have well, to get, they well, take it very yeah. they take it very seriously. You can't just run around and do that. There's a lot of things you have to do before you can get permission to do an exorcism. But it was kind of weird because didn't that priest ask for him to come there? Oh, in the in that opening? Yeah. Maybe, but he in his mind he didn't perform an exorcism. He was just talking. Yeah, he said that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he never did the rite of exorcism. He never did that. He was just talking. So, I mean, I can and, see from and, his. What do you think, Brandon? Would would you would you call that an exorcism? Uh, technically, no. Okay, so you would not. I I mean, I wouldn't either. He just he never did the rite of exorcism on it. Because he didn't do he didn't do like uh, I mean he did a few things, but it wasn't nothing like. Like the exorcism I've seen in movies, you know, he just mm -hmm. talked to him and then he said, okay, show me. And then that was you know, like, okay. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And then the animatronic pig was turning into bacon. But anyway. Mm -hmm. you know. That's right. You got to eat a demon infested pig. Yeah. How cool is that? <laughs> I think they said it was delicioso. That's right. Um, yeah, so then he gets, which I, I thought this was kind of interesting because, you know, nowadays, I don't know, nowadays we kind of want to deny this because we're all sciencey and we have little computers on our pockets. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were telling him, I mean, this is set, what, in 86, 87, 80. Okay. So they didn't have those back then, but they were telling him that, didn't they say, or that, that one guy say that the devil's not real? Or did I misunderstand what he said? Um, which guy? Uh, the young guy who kept yelling at him. No, he didn't. No, he didn't say that. What did he say? I mean, he said there's no need for an exorcism. So, <clears throat> because um, what he was. Um, I mean, he he said they don't need to do them at all anymore. Ever is what that guy was saying. Yeah, he was saying. Oh, because he said it was more so, um, like mental illness. So he was. They was like they're moving from the bar the barbaric way of exorcism. That's why he was kind of like stating. Because the way, yeah, well, I mean, which you know, the the whole if you really read about it, the uh, the mm -hmm. Catholic Church, which isn't perfect, okay, we're not, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what church is, sure. but yeah, exactly. I just want to make sure we throw that out there. I, yeah. I don't, uh, it, it's not perfect, but it does do some things that are. They do try to acknowledge that there is, and you see this in the Exorcist movie, that is real, that they do that, that they do want to make sure that it, the person is possessed and is not suffering a mental illness. They do everything that they can to make sure that that 
will help and that will not make it worse. Um, and all you need is one. All you need is one real, true case of possession. That's all you need. You can have, you know, 100 people and 99 of them are all mentally ill. But if one of them is actually possessed, what's happening? Well, you know, the other thing, too, uh, from that beginning part, and I think this is how he, he figured that, you know, that guy was not technically possessed. Um, and I was explaining it. Explaining in the movie to one of my friends because you know they want to see it, but they didn't want to see it. But now they're gonna go see it. But um, yeah. <clears throat> so I told him, I said, you know, he said, "Tell me your name." And you know, from movies I usually see when it, you know they do an exorcism, the demon never tells them their name. You know, yeah, you, you have to. They had to coach it out of them. But then they never say it right away. And this guy's like, I'm Satan. I am Legion. I am Satan. And I think that's what clicked and was like, okay, yeah, you're not, you're not possessed. Yeah. You yeah. know. But I did so, was confused I mean, on the girl, though. The girl? Yeah, the one that, I guess, that the exorcism that was kind of, he, uh, he looked at her, but then he kind of like brushed her off and gave her to another priest, and then she. Oh, you're talking about that? Okay. Yeah. Okay, you're jumping ahead in the plot. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's that's fine. So yeah, but that that moment there when he's like, well, then if if we're not if we don't have to do exorcisms, then and then evil's not around anymore and can't control us, then what's the point of the church? So I mean, I, that's why I think that guy told him was like, "There's no, the devil's not real. It's a concept or something." He, I think he said something like that. I mean, I have to see it again, but I just thought that, that makes like, sense. Well, you say that, yeah, it's like if there is no, if there is no devil, and all it is is just mental illness, then there's no point in the church if there's no evil. I think you're right. I think he did say because now that that concept that he just said it. Yeah, because because uh, Russell Crowe character got kind of upset about it. Not like upset. Yeah, upset. it's like you know, of all the people to hear that from, that there's no devil. You're like, I'm not going to hear that from a priest. Well, there actually are priests who think that there is no devil. So, which that's uh, real. Which kind of boggles me because <clears throat> you're in the you're in that faith that we all know that you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So um, then, then he gets mad at them. He's like, "You can't leave," and he wants to leave. Like he's done talking to him. My boss is the Bishop of Rome, and the Bishop of Rome is the Pope. So if you have a problem with me, you go talk to the Pope. Yeah, that that was a uh, that was pretty cool. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that would be cool to be able to say it to somebody. You got a problem with me? You go talk to the Pope. And it ain't easy. Yeah. Now, then, <laughs> then we think we get. Now, I, I don't remember when he did this, but he did go speak with the Pope, and the Pope sent him to Spain, right? It was Spain. Yeah, it was in Spain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and I saw the Pope, and what did I say, Brandon? You <laughs> said, which Pope is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look at I was like, 
That is not John Paul II. This is set in 1987. That's not... Well, who is that? He didn't have a beard. I've never seen him with a beard in any pictures. And who me, is this guy? And me, I, I was looking like... Um, <laughs> and then you said, you said, it, wait, is, is he the Pope? Or is he somebody else? And yeah, because I was like, I was I like he's got a beard. That's not Pope John Paul II. <laughs> and, now they and never then, said the they never said the Pope's name, so the, I mean I'm figuring this is just kind of a he was just the Pope and uh, played by Franco Nero, who who uh, played a Pope before. Really? Uh, yeah, in, in the the Man from Rome. Huh. Um. So, but I I don't know who he's supposed to be, but it's like. Just an Elseworlds movie, I guess. Because it's not. This isn't a straight up biopic. How about that? Yeah, I agree. So let's you know, let's say that. Um, now, also there was the uh, this one. There was a movie called The Right that came out in 2011. Oh yeah, with Anthony Hopkins. And uh, Franco Nero was also in that. Really. Yeah. Um I don't remember him in it. I don't remember how how much he had in it. But uh I mean that was not a good movie. The right yeah, that yeah. was just not that was not good at all. Yeah, so it was shame. It was confusing. That I just remember Man, this just isn't good. And I thought that was going to be good because I thought that was also based on. Uh, if I remember right, that was also based on a real exorcist, right? Um, actually, I don't know because <clears throat> it was the way the movie was was kind of weird because he was supposed to be training. He was like supposed to be like the top exorcist, and he was training the newer one to take his place but it's like he was I think he was getting he was getting possessed on purpose yeah now what I'm finding is okay so I might have misread that he was supposed to be in the right but his he was cut oh really his, his scenes were cut so that's my, that's my bad but yeah, the the right was no good. So if you want to watch that and hurt yourself, go ahead. Um, you know what would make a good viewing would be the uh, right followed by "Pray for the Devil." Hmm. That would be yeah, that would be good for you. So, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, he gets to go. Uh, he goes to Spain, and here you go. You got people who have inherited a castle. It's not. It's not a cast. It's a convent, right? It's an abbey. Yeah. It's an abbey. Yeah. So, and what do they want to do? They want to fix it up and sell it. Yeah. It was a family. It was a family. I guess family. they really, really needed the money. But I'm gonna say that if I inherit a castle somewhere in Europe, I'm not selling it. I'm keeping it. Uh. Yeah. Because I'm tired of these movies where people inherit these castles. And they are freaked out by them and want to sell them. Nope, I'm going to live in that castle. That's right. But, but, yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah, 
Any, any long lost relatives of mine that are hearing this that own castles in Europe, I will not sell that. It will remain in the family. Well, in the funny thing is you say that, uh, and they didn't mention this in the in in the movie. So and it and it had me think. So that was her husband's uh, family castle or abbey. And yeah. it was <clears throat> they had and I'm skipping a little bit. But the the Pope seals, or the Pope seals, the Vatican well, seals. Was, yeah, the Vatican seals. So uh, was in the in this abbey. So to me, it's like, well, did this demon know of this family coming here? He felt the bloodline or something like that. They didn't touch on oh, it, but it kind of no. made me think about that. Yeah. Well. Well. Remember. Uh... What the re the the thing that got him to be sent there is they were renovating it because they were gonna I think they were selling it back to the church. Yeah. Because there's yeah. a priest there overseeing it or just kind of checking things out. And then the workers are down in the basement and they like knock a hole in the wall, right? And they were they smoking next to it? Uh, no, they saw or did Vatican. He, was he lighting a torch and threw it into the wall so he could see in the darkness to see what was in that room? Yeah, it was so a he lit a room, And then it exploded. They got hurt. And then they said, we're not going to do anything here. And that is what unleashed the demon that was trapped there. So, you know, the only other, you know what else this movie is missing, right? What's that? The Winchesters. The Winchesters. Oh, my God. What is it called? Uh, the prequel to Supernatural? Yeah. Well, this would be their dad, right? He would have been able to yeah, do it. Yeah, would have been their dad, yeah. So, you know, they need to go there and help them fight that demon there. Well, the but, thing uh, is, I think, because um, they thought it was a gas line. Yes. But I think, uh, because when, uh, I think, oh, we're going on a tangent, because I just, I was about to talk about a whole other thing. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they were selling it to the church. I think the well, they the, were selling it because she wanted money. Yeah, they but I don't think money. they were selling it to the church. But they were giving it. They were. They were giving it back. Because why would that priest be there? Well, you know, in 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 their area, I think they. They might, um, you know, want to bless the home. <laughs> Maybe. But anyway. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so you see there are two children there. One of them can't speak anymore. He he had witnessed there's trauma there. Yeah. Uh, he witnessed his father's death. Which was very, um, very bad. Which, you know, it makes them vulnerable to the evil. The evil! The other, that's the other thing this movie is missing, is somebody wearing Andrew Bryan's pants from the evil. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it's missing also, so... Um... <laughs> oh my god. Not to pay it. Well, in the movie The Evil, the evil is sealed uh, in a uh, basement, so there you go. The other thing this is missing... Is um James Brolin who had a red room in his basement in a movie. Oh god. 
Yeah. But any, any, anyway, I'll stop these kids here. <laughs> oh but anyway, God. he comes there and he starts talking to the family and the uh, boy gets possessed immediately. It, it takes a uh, very, very quick. It alarms uh, the priest and it alarms uh, Father Armoth. And the demon uh, asks for the priest, the main exorcist. So, I mean, I thought those scenes were kind of neat, kind of well done. But it's very hard to watch a movie about possession and not think about the exorcist and go, how's this stack up against the exorcist? It's tough. Well, uh, well, you know what? You know what? I, I, I think we had talked about this. I I think uh, we have to watch The Exorcist, uh, this okay. new one in October before we can, because we don't know what he what he did. Now, if we compare it to the older one, um, I kind of like the Pope's Exorcist a little bit better because you the like demon- the you whoa whoa that's news right there. Are you saying, Brandon, that the Pope's Exorcist is better than The Exorcist? To me, yes. Oh, that's historic. Yes, I I, I say that because... That's going to cause some controversy. I'm ready for it. I don't know. Some of our listeners are going to not like that. They're going to exchange some words with you. Well, that's great. If you'd like to uh, debate with me about it, go ahead and hit me (laughs) up on Facebook on Half Hour Power. And best believe I I can go with you. Yeah, you know, you're going to have to go put that out there on our page that you think this is better than The Exorcist. And you make it very clear that the Pope's Exorcist is better than The Exorcist. And then you need to put the, you know, the date, which Exorcist movie you're talking about. Make very clear which Exorcist movie you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Very first because one. hands down, this is better than Exorcist Two: The Heretic. Oh. Well. Yes. Oh, yeah. But anyway, let's get off of that tangent, <laughs> and we'll see what kind of uh, responses you you uh, get on our page. So, but anyway, I I thought this was kind of interesting that uh, you know, and I don't think this really happened. But you know, it'd be neat if it happened. I don't think it did. But <laughs> <laughs> um. That uh, they find sealed under there, they find uh, remnants of the Spanish Inquisition. Mm-hmm. They find one of the main exorcists there, or two. Did they find one or two uh, uh, bodies? Uh, um, and what they find is that one of the, it was a monk or a priest who became possessed and led the Spanish Inquisition, influenced by a demon. And did a lot of bad things. Yeah. So it, this demon infiltrated the church and caused the church to do a lot of bad things under the the guise of God. Mm-hmm. And the exorcist found out and could not get rid of this demon because it was, what, like one of the top five demons? Yeah, it was one of the top five. So it was like, oh my gosh, what was it? I was... Osmodeus? Was it? Uh, I think you're saying it right. He's like the king of hell, I think he called himself. 
Yeah. And I may be saying the name wrong that they picked to use, but so, I mean, like, okay, that's great for a movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That's, that's pretty good for a movie. I don't know if I was expecting it to be a straight up kind of biopic. It's not. Um, Anyway, what do you think about that, Brandon? Was that uh, was that good for the movie? Yeah, it's a, a new take. Uh, you know, that's one thing I, I liked about it because it was something different. E- each time you look at some movie, what an Exorcist movie like uh, the uh, the Exorcism, Emily Rose, and you know they, you know, to me, this one was kind of straight to the point. Mm. You know, it wasn't no. Oh well, here's a whole long story. Mm-hmm. You know, it it went straight to the point. The demon who we wanted to talk to was that priest. They had some backstory that this is not the first time it happened. You know, um, one of the priests locked himself up <coughs> in the cage and, and swallowed a key. Yeah, uh, it was many. You know, um, did I say pope or exes? What did I say? <laughs> I know I said something. <laughs> anyway, but he locked himself up, you know, uh, and swallowed a key, you know, which to me oh. still, that was a big key for him to swallow, just to say. That was a big key. Um, yeah, so, okay, I did find this. Um, Asmodeus, A-S-M-O-D-E-U-S, Asmodeus. So, Asmodeus. Yeah, so he is one of Satan's five generals. Second in command behind Baal. So, according to this, Baal was in the movie The Right, which was written by the same screenwriter. Really? I am happy that he did better with this one. Well, he probably probably heard, you know, probably heard our show and was like, I need to do better. Yep. What you enjoy. <laughs> it's like, oh, I think I need to do better. Those guys just just told me right, so I need to do better. Yeah, so they, you know, the whole... They, I mean, there's some really, very nice moments between uh, Father Armoth and the, the other priest. What is his name? Isn't that terrible? That's just terrible. He, was, he wasn't... Because he um, he's like... He's played by Daniel um, Zavato. Now he was he he went in there to speak with the boy first, and uh, the boy <laughs> threw him out of the room. Well, wrong Almodius. priest. Almodius threw him out of the room. Yeah, he said he just said it wrong priest. Father Esquibble. Oh my gosh, Esquibble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Father Guy. So, but any. <laughs> I thought this was really funny when he's like um, ready to go do the exorcism. He's like, we've got to do an exorcism right now. And he's, uh, he uh, had just, Father Armoth had just had uh, confession, like incredibly recently. So he needed uh, Father, Father Guy to do. <laughs> To do a confession, because you can't just go in and do an exorcism. You have to 
you know, have fasted and prayed and have a clear conscience and be, I mean, you got to be mentally in, you know, ready and clean and all of that stuff, which I thought was nice that they put that in the movie. Well, it was funny because he said, when was the last, last time you did cafe? He said, uh, it's been a while. He's like, okay. like eight months, right? Yeah. Eight months. Eight He's months. Like eight months. <laughs> he could. And, and then go. he, yeah, because he's like, there's a lot to confess to, you know, you got to do an examination of conscience before you do it. It's not just, it's, you know, it's really, confession is not really something you just run in and do and go, all right. You really need, you're really supposed to do an examination of conscience. You're really supposed to meditate on that. You're really supposed to, it's not something you just run in and do. It's not like a, you know, a drive through. I want to go get a cheeseburger. It's going to take this. It's not like that. Huh. I um, know and that. I know a lot of, um, yeah, see, I mean, I know a lot of times a lot of these movies will play fast and loose with that and just say, well, that's what it is. Um, which I, I thought was kind of nice that this was not doing that. Although I don't think he would have let him come in there with him with uh, not having had a confession, a good confession. Because he basically told him, okay, so are you sorry for all the sins that you had? Yeah, he And he did. says yes. yes. And then, because the demon, and you, you see this in The Exorcist, where uh, Father Marin says this to Father Damien, don't mm. talk to the demon, he's a liar, he's going to use everything he can against you. And in this one, they keep talking about how he will use, the demon will use your guilt against you. Because just because you do confess your sins, that you're you're human, so you know you're you've been forgiven for those, but you you do still feel guilty about it. And then I thought there was another nice scene where Father Armoth is talking to uh, Father Guy <laughs> about what you were talking about, where he messed up with that lady who he thought was mentally ill, but she. Did did it come out that she actually was possessed and he thought she was mentally ill, so he turned her over to something else? To yeah, another priest yeah, yeah. or to a psychiatrist? But she actually uh, was possessed? I think, yeah, he, he turned her over to another priest to take another exorcist priest, and he then uh, she, she was... Committed. Yeah, she committed suicide. suicide. Yeah. So he, he felt guilty about that, even though he had confessed that. And he says that up front. He goes, I need to speak about this again. I've already confessed this, but the demon was really getting them because the yeah. demon's like incredibly powerful in their well, the, church. And... Well, the other thing was is when he went to his past, when I guess he was like a freedom fighter or a resistance. Oh, oh yes, yes. In uh, World War Two. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, World War II. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think, you know, World War One and Two always run together to me sometimes. Yes. I said sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they do. I, I thought those were some nice moments, but you know, you got the whole and and really, uh, and you know, and I'm no expert. I'm not complaining. To, I'm not. Ex- I'm not claiming to be any expert on this, but I have read a few books mm-hmm. on, you know, real cases and stuff, and it's the movies would be boring if you made them exactly how they happened. 
remember so you saying gotta, that. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta Hollywoodize some of it. You gotta I don't know, glamour um Well it did good in the box office, so <laughs> yeah. Gotta put a nice spin to it, cause I mean, like you said, if it was like uh um okay. What was it um the Exorcist of Emily Rose? I said it correctly. I I liked it, but then I, it was just too drawn out for me. You know, Brandon, you could go on YouTube and listen to actual recordings of the real Emily Rose. Have you done that? No, I'd probably be scared too. It it really is scary. It, it is. Um, but yeah, I've done that because I you, don't know. You've done it? I have. I've gone on there and, lo- and uh, listened to it. When I heard it was there, I was like, holy crap. I mean, you can see pictures of her. She looks terrible. It's it's sad what happened to her. Um, but it's just one of those things. We just don't know if she was possessed or if she... Because from what I understand from the case, uh, one of the major problems that happened was they did not have a doctor there. Oh. And, you know, she basically starved to death. Um, that's why when you see in the, uh, the exorcist, um, Damien was, you know, actually, he could actually do those things. He was, he was actually checking her, uh, heart. Um, you know, he was checking on stuff like that, but he was actually a psychiatrist and could do basic things like that. But I think from that case came, they have to have a medical person also. When when did did they start that? The late 60s. I could be off on that by a few years. The only reason why I asked that because there was no doctor in this one. Yeah, there wasn't. Well, (laughs) I, I think I know what they took him to a doctor. They did, yeah, they did. They took him to a doctor. He had all of the tests run, which was is nice to see, because it it really you really don't just run in and do an exorcism. Uh, there's a lot to do. So okay, so <laughs> um, I think we come to the end. Um, uh, let's just leave the end there. How about that? Um, this was uh oh, real quick. So yep. the thing is they they the cinematics for the movie, I wanted to talk about that. Um oh, to yeah. me, they did a lot of good practical effects in there. Mm-hmm. Um definitely when the kid scratches his face. Mm-hmm. And the the changing of his uh of his image. So you can tell that he's possessed, you know, like the teeth and the, the he looked like he was dehydrated. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was shot. Uh, I thought it shot really well. I thought the effects were good. Yeah. Um, but I did want to. I did want to talk about that. You know, it was you know, very, very nice. Yeah, it had, had some nice, nice moments in there. Nice uh, cinematics. Um, there is this, this is, and we haven't mentioned this yet. 
This is Russell Crowe's first horror movie. Wait, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I read that. I was like, really? This really is his first? And I, I really can't think of anything that he did that is horror. Um, there also is a nice shot of him walking in front of the Coliseum. Yes, yes, it was. Which we know what that's from. Oh, yeah. Um, also, I did find this. Um, Russell Crowe, while he was researching the life of Father Gabriel, he found that his favorite movie was The Exorcist. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So no, that's ironic. And I remember hearing about this, and I haven't seen this yet, but Father Armoff became good friends with the director, William Friedkin. Now, William Friedkin did a documentary about Armoff called The Devil and Father Armoff. came out in 2017, and I've been meaning to see it, and I have not seen it yet. But I, that's something I've been wanting to watch. Have you heard of that? Uh-uh. Now you're going to want to watch it. Yeah, so uh, we can't mention this movie. We can't talk about this movie without mentioning that, that documentary. Okay. So now, you know, that might be more more what it's like. Um, all right, Brandon, so uh, sounds like you recommend this movie. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. And once again, if somebody want to challenge me on why I said <laughs> The Pope Exorcist was better than the original, Exorcist, you know where to find me. I, I don't know. We might have to do a, a show just on that because, uh, well, I thought this movie was all right. It's nowhere near as good as The Exorcist. <laughs> to me, it is. As far as, far as uh, possession movies go, it's pretty all right. It's better than Emily Rose. It's better than Pray for the Devils, better than The Last Exorcism, which was atrocious also. <laughs> mm. And I know there's a ton more others. Oh, yeah. yeah, this one was all right. It's all right. I would I'd recommend people checking it out. Uh, any final thoughts, or did you just give your final thoughts? That was my final thought. <laughs> okay. Okay, sounds good. All right. All right, everybody. So run over there. Once Brandon posts that on our page, uh, run over there and uh, pile on. <laughs> or yeah. if you agree with Brandon, pile on that side. And also to remember, we still have the exorcism that's coming out this year in October to look at. So, Yep, the exorcist movie, unless they push it back or something. We don't know. I hope not. We'll see. See what happens there. All, All right, right, everybody. We'll see you all next time. Later, guys. <laughs>